Is ketamine safe? Both physically safe and emotionally safe. I'm Christy Bundekumara, Dr. B, a psychiatric nurse practitioner with over 20 years of clinical experience, and I own the Mentally Strong Clinic in Colorado Springs, where we do S-ketamine and ketamine for the treatment of refractory depression. So refractory means difficult to treat depression, um, and also for suicidality. So uh, Spravato just got FDA approved for suicidality. So that means that the depression is to a point where they feel like hurting themselves. And this is potentially the quickest way to kind of draw that person out of that depressive episode. So it is FDA approved for major depressive disorder, S-ketamine is. And S-ketamine is an intranasal spray that delivers um, S-ketamine to the brain via the intranasal. We also do IM ketamine, and many clinics in town do IV ketamine. The concept or the neurobiology is the same. Um, The mechanism um, in which it's metabolized is different. And I can tell you from our experience, um, someone can get S-ketamine and IM ketamine and IV ketamine and have different experiences because of the way they metabolize um, the drug ketamine. So the question for this video specifically is, is ketamine safe? Well, I remember the first time I got to administer ketamine. (laughs) I was actually 17 years old and a medic in the army. And I was stationed in Korea running an emergency room. And we had standing orders to be able to give ketamine for uh, aggressive pain management, for emergency sedation, and to be able to do, um, to, to do minor surgical type interventions. So from a very young age, I felt safe giving ketamine. And that was really specifically because ketamine is safe for the respiratory system. So many um, pain medications and um, sedative medications actually cause a decrease in your respiratory drive, which could decrease your respiratory rate, which could actually cause you to stop breathing. So we know that ketamine is safe for the respiratory system. It does not depress Um, your respiratory drive. And so therefore, even if you fall asleep, disassociate, you are still breathing normally. So ketamine is safe for the respiratory system. The next time I got to uh, administer ketamine was actually to my son. So my children have a very rare neurodegenerative condition called DRPLA. Now, DRPLA is a CAG repeat disorder, which means they've got a genetic too many of some gene, which causes atrophy in the brain over time. So they they were born normal, and then atrophy started to occur in the brain. And with Reggie, there was constant concern. He was constantly in pain and constantly having seizures. 
and he was not able to tolerate some of these medications that cause respiratory depression. So he couldn't take opioids. He could not take benzodiazepines. So somebody with excruciating pain can't take a pain med. Uh, You know, catastrophic epilepsy can't uh, tolerate the emergency medication for those seizures. And so we started to research what kind of uh, medication could he take to help with those things. I was also doing a lot of alternative medicine, seeing a functional medicine doctor, and began to learn about ketamine from a professional standpoint in brain health. Um, And so I started to read some of the research on depression, but also the neurological research that ketamine could potentially cause neurogenesis. So neurogenesis is actually your brain regenerating cells. So I got super excited about giving ketamine to my 13, 14-year-old, very disabled, sick child. Um, So I obviously think it's a safe medication, right? That's the, the question of this video, is ketamine safe? And so I felt very safe giving ketamine to my child. And he took that medication over a five-year period. Unfortunately, it did not cause uh, neurogenesis. The disorder DRPLA continued to cause atrophy, and my son passed away in 2016. I can't say it without choking up, but, you know, I'm trying to stay focused here. The, The point of that story is that I believe that ketamine is safe. So when... Spravato came out, which is the S-ketamine internasal, uh, came out about three years ago. I was all on board. I was like, I feel safe with ketamine. I'll be the first clinic in Colorado Springs to open up and give um, S-ketamine. And so we went through this whole process. There's, a, there's government regulations and you have to um, register with REMS. And so we did this whole process in order to provide um, S-ketamine for our clients with major depression in suicidality. And we have been doing this for three years now, and we've had um, great success um, and minimal physical symptoms. But I, I have to tell you that there is a, you know, maybe two to 5% of our clients who are inducted with Spervato S ketamine or ketamine IM or ketamine IV get a severe nausea. So sometimes it's mild nausea and we just tell you don't eat before you come, you know, and it's not that big big of a deal. Sometimes people get an overwhelming nausea and they actually throw up. Um, and, and one time in three years, we had to call um, EMS to transport, to transport someone who was in what we call hyperemesis, where they could not stop vomiting. Okay, so yes... Ketamine is safe for the respiratory system. It appears to be safe for the brain, um, but some people do uh, get a pretty significant nausea from administration. And we don't actually know the long-term effects on the brain. We know the short-term effects. Uh, We feel very uh, safe with the short-term effects of ketamine on the brain. We know that it lifts people out of depression. We know that um, it, you know, kind of what it's doing from a neurobiology standpoint. 
But I can tell you, after three years of doing this with patients, we have several patients who it's not a short-term treatment. They actually have to be on maintenance long-term. So when it first came out, you know, we were really hoping that people could get, um, you get eight treatments the first month and then four treatments the second month. So you would get those 12 treatments and kind of feel the lifting of the depression and then you would not have to continue um, coming in for this treatment. But we have found that about 50% of the clients that I've seen over the last three years, when we try to stop or wean their ketamine treatment, um, the depression comes back. So uh, there are going to be a, a group of people who are going to need this for maintenance long-term. And maintenance means hopefully just once a week, but some people we have actually on twice a week um, for this treatment. And we don't know, there is no studies on what, you know, twice a week treatment of ketamine over the long period of time what that does to the brain. So we don't know. Um, I, I think about benzodiazepines. 30, 40 years ago, we used to give benzodiazepines, Xanax, Ativan, Valium for anxiety. That was like the treatment for anxiety. And now we know from long-term studies, those things cause dementia. So it's important to, to reiterate, ketamine is safe for the lungs. It is safe um, for the brain and in, in the short term, but we don't know what it's going to do long term. So ideally, someone comes in for an aggressive treatment and then is able to wean off of that, and the depression doesn't come back, or it is maintained with, you know, oral medication, which is you know often, almost always needed. So it's physically safe. But I also told you I would talk about, is it emotionally safe? And this is only a question that you can answer. In general, we have had only maybe three clients in three years have a, an emotional reaction that they just could not continue. Okay. And I, and this is why I'm doing some of these videos because I want to start making sure that if you choose uh, this treatment for your depression that you are informed. Um, the one of the the intents of ketamine is to disassociate. So there is a neurobiology um, theory on why it works for depression, but in the clinical setting, uh, you actually are supposed to disassociate. And for some people, this is scary. For people who have uh, managed their um, emotions and hardships by not feeling and just pushing through, those are the ones that have the hardest time with the induction because it's almost like you're opening Pandora's box. So I want you... If you are considering S-ketamine or ketamine, I want you to take the time to really have some insight. And we're going to start encouraging our clients to come in with an intent during their session. And that uh, will be a whole nother video on how to get the most 
out of your ketamine treatment. So is it emotionally safe? I can give you a story of a man who came in to our clinic in deep depression internally. He was working. Nobody in his family knew how depressed he was. And he seriously was considering suicide. And these kinds of clients, you know, really scare us because, you know, you might only have that one opportunity. And so we, you know, did a few things. We, we did a couple appointments, did some follow-ups. And the intensity in which he was thinking about suicide was actually increasing. And so he said, let's, consi- let's talk about ketamine. So we went through the process, the, the intake on, on you know, that, and we tell, told him about ketamine. But I didn't warn him of the emotional Pandora's box that could be opened. And, and so now we're going to change that process. And so he, during his first injection, um, he lost it emotionally for lack of a better word, like just anxiety and anger and it, all of the emotions he had been stuffing for years just came up. We, we weren't even able to give him his second injection. So, you know, through the counseling process, we were able to deescalate, kind of talk to him about what happened. I talked about, I, I did begin at that point educating him on the intent of ketamine emotionally. Um, so two processes are going on. You've got the physical process on the NMDA inhibitor, um, and you have the emotional process of disassociating. And so is it emotionally safe? I would say for this client that I'm, I'm talking about, that I'm telling you his story, it was not emotionally safe. We did try two more treatments with lots of support around him. But in the end, after that, that um, third treatment, you know, we agreed as a team that he was not ready or able to actually process the emotions that were going to come up in these sessions. He wasn't ready. Um, and it was actually going to cause things to get worse if we continued. So is it emotionally safe? I think if you are informed and you have insight into your emotional um, processes and how you process things and what you need to release and what you need to let go, and you have enough insight to come into sessions with the, uh, with the appropriate intent, I think it's emotionally safe. But I want you to come in with that knowledge. I want you to come in, you know, maybe do a couple counseling sessions first. Maybe go through our course called Healing Through the Mentally Strong Method. If you go through that course, it's an eight-hour day, but you will get more out of that eight-hour day than you did 20 years of therapy, I promise you. Um, And and not just because I created the method, it's because it it, ca- it empowers you. It causes this catalyst of, of knowing what's going on. And then you can come into those ketamine treatments with that intent. You can say, you know, okay, I mapped this out. I've organized it. 
you know, I'm going to choose in this session to try to grieve, you know, the loss of my son, right? Or I'm going to try to go in this session and I'm going to try to release um, this trauma that happened when I was five years old, right? Not it coming up out of, you know, in fear and not with no warning, right? You want to have have organized those things prior to coming in with the intent of like, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to release a little bit of this. And, and it's very, very powerful because, you know, you're one, you're coming in with that intent, which, you know, goes into like meditation and mindfulness, but then also there is a strong neurobiology process that's going on that is an antidepressant process in your brain, okay? So this can be life-changing for people. And in general, it is physically and emotionally safe. That is the answer to the question. But I want you to come in informed and have insight in what you want to gain from this. Okay, so here at Mentally Strong, we are truly trying to empower you and we believe that you are mentally strong. All right, for more free content, um, like, follow us, subscribe, push that little bell button so that you get notified when more free content is out there.